You're listening to the Future Tech Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies such as artificial intelligence, stem cells, 3D printing, gene editing, Bitcoin, blockchain, the microbiome, quantum computing, virtual reality, and exploring space are much closer than you might think. In fact, many early versions of these technologies are in play right now, and the companies that are using these technologies are the focus of this podcast. My goal for you, the listener, is to learn from these podcasts. You may very well learn something that may change the course of your life for the better, steer you towards a new career, or give you insight into addressing a thorny medical problem. Remember, this podcast and its content is informational in nature only. No medical, tax, legal, financial, or psychological advice is being given. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please listen, subscribe, like, and tell your friends about it. Thank you. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where you're listening in in this world. This is Tracy Murder with the Future Tech Podcast. Today, I have the ultimate pleasure of interviewing Micah Hollingworth, CEO and co-founder of Broadway.ai. How are you, Micah? Thank you so much for joining us this morning. I'm good. Thank you for having me. Well, I would love to get started and learn a little bit about you know, what brought you to this specific career path. So give me a little bit of background information on what it is that, you know, you grew up doing, what your passion was, and then what led you to today? Sure. So I grew up uh, very much as an entrepreneur at heart, uh, formed many a small business as a middle schooler and high schooler, right, to be able to earn some money to, for school, but also for other essentials. Um, and I also fell in love with uh, live theater. I was really passionate about that. Went to school to study that. And as it turns out, those, those two things are very much married in a way. Uh, the spirit of putting on a show is very much like the spirit of launching your own business. Uh, so about 25 years ago, a little bit more than that, moved here to New York City and fell in working in the commercial theater space. And working there, I just got introduced to a bunch of different opportunities, met uh, Satisfy Labs, who's our tech partner for this project. And over a course of a couple of different projects with them, developed something new and off we went. So what is it that you're working on right now? What is it that you're hoping to, to change or challenge in this arena? Sure. So the, the experience, for the most part, the experience of purchasing tickets to any live event, whether it's sports, concerts, or Broadway, is uh, not easy. We make it pretty difficult to buy the tickets, and you really have to want to go. <laughs> and that's wide, widely acknowledged across any of the ticketing providers or any of the live event promoters or theater owners. Uh, so, so Micah, for, maybe for yeah. listeners that aren't familiar with the the process generally of sure. you know procuring tickets, um, Walk us through what a, a typical experience would be. Well, if you're fortunate that the provider may have a, a mobile experience in which it's relatively simple to select the date that you want to go, find seats, and then purchase. But for the most part, even a mo the mobile experience is pretty challenging. If you go to desktop, depending upon which vendor or provider you're with, it can take a dozen different steps or a dozen different actions before you're finally at the place where you can purchase your ticket. Uh, and certainly in today's world, 
the expectations from consumers is that you're going to provide me with a with something that is uh, smooth and easy and as seamless as possible for me to purchase. And if you're not going to do that, we want fast. Then yeah, very fast, right? If you're not going to do that, then I may lose you to something else. Now, the the one power that the the live event provider has is that this may be the only time that. Elton John is playing in your city, right? So you're willing or you go through that experience because you so badly want to see the show. But the more friction that's there, the more likely that people are going to go off and make other choices with their with their free time, right? And you have a whole slew of, of providers of content that you can get at home in a very, very easy fashion, right? Whether it's Netflix or streaming or anything else. And those are the main competitors for the live event space now as the, as we move forward. So we thought and have built that there's an opportunity in the space for uh, intelligent ticketing assistance, essentially to recreate that experience of purchasing tickets at the box office window on the digital platform of your choice, whether it's your website, whether it's one of the social media platforms like Facebook, whether it's SMS and a cell phone number, uh, essentially providing it on the phone in a way that the consumer wants and will choose to use. Um, and ticketing is uh, a fairly direct approach in that you're, when you walk up to that window, you're, you're in most cases either starting the conversation around price or you're starting it around date, whether it's a specific date for that one event or whether it's I'm choosing a date from a range because this is a Broadway show that plays 400 performances a year or a baseball team that has 81 home games. So tell me a little bit about the technology that you are bringing to the table that's going to better this experience. Sure. So working with Satisfy Labs, we, we provide an integrated ticketing solution with your ticketing provider, which right now we have two integrations live, one with Ticketmaster and the other with Telecharge. And we have three other ticketing system integrations in process now that is supported by AI and natural language processing so that you can uh, essentially the brain that's involved in this process is learning as in each and every conversation. So it can start to recognize patterns and what's being asked. It can start to anticipate what may be asked next. And with a medium or a long-term goal of being able to serve up tickets in immediately when the consumer first arrives on the site or first initiates the conversation, just because of the information that has already learned from previous conversations. As it sets today, uh, or as it sits today, excuse me, we can serve up tickets with as few as three responses from the consumer. So in less than a minute, you can say, I'm interested in seeing this show or going to this game. This is what I'd like to pay. And this is the number of seats that, I, that I'm looking for. And we can immediately serve up seats to you, right? And then it, then it becomes whether, what other additional information is that person looking for before they decide they're going to purchase those seats. Information like uh, information like uh, can I see a seating chart? Uh, can I do? Is there a backstage tour after the show? Where can I bundle this with parking? Can I get concessions? Can I book a restaurant before I go? All of those kind of things, right? Which uh, get added into that conversation, get added into the knowledge base, so you know what people are looking for and what um, what you should be featuring to them. Okay. 
So how is it then, okay, so you go through, let's say you, you answer a few questions or you ask a few questions, then, yeah. all right, I'm ready to purchase. What happens now? Uh, we immediately provide you with a form to complete for payment so that you you don't leave the site. You're not linking out, going anywhere else. We encrypt that information, send it to the ticketing provider, and they complete the transaction, send back the ticket. Uh, we're in okay, the midst so it's, of... Go ahead. Is it a pretty easy process as far as, like, I know one of my biggest things that I probably end up, thankfully, not making as many purchases as I could um, come to when I'm on the phone with my phone, if it asks for, if I can't log in with PayPal or with, you know, some sort of stored credit card or something like that, I'm often going to, so what is, what are the payment uh, options? You are speaking my language. So right now, <laughs> uh, the pain point is still there that they have to enter that information. Depending upon the browser you're in and the, what you've got set up on your phone or your desktop, you may be able to auto-populate some of that information if you've got that saved. But for in the next quarter, so in the second quarter of this year, we'll be rolling out integrations with uh, Apple Pay, Google ah. Pay, and ah. Amazon Pay. So that the, the email and password and done is available to you if you want to use it, right? So it creates the one-click purchase or as close to the one-click purchase as you can provide without being in a app environment, right? Because if, right, uh, right. if you're if you're in an app environment, you you have that holistic relationship with the consumer. They download it, they have it on the phone. You can make that happen. But for for someone who doesn't have an app, is that getting as close to that is the goal. And certainly, what we see from a consumer behavior is that perhaps not as much for a sports team that has reoccurring games over the course of a year. But for a, for a musical concert or for a Broadway show, those consumers may see two, maybe three shows a year. Um, so getting convincing them to download an app for that one experience or for a handful of experience over the course of a year is a much higher bar. So providing that experience without having them to download an app is part of our goal here. Sure. So speaking of different types of sporting events and et cetera, what are all of the different types of events that can be booked through your system or through the app? Sure. So right now it's any event that's on Ticketmaster.com. So that, that ah. covers sports, concerts, and theater. Uh, for Telecharge, they're primarily theatrical because they're owned and operated yeah. by the Schubert organization. So they own about half of the Broadway Bark Place and have some road properties as well. And we're in the midst of integrations with a couple of their ticketing partners, including AXS, which is AEG's ticketing platform, and Audience View, which is a larger uh, licensed ticketing platform that covers sports and theater across North America. Ticketmaster, I mean, that's pretty huge. How did that partnership come along, if you, you don't mind my asking? No, not at all. So it, it took some time. Um, clearly, from the commercial theater, I had some relationships to start with. And we came and uh, shared our vision of what we were building. In complete transparency, they shared that they, too, were building something as well. The Ticketmaster has a concierge-type service for Facebook. I don't believe they're really using it on web yet, but they, they have a similar chat interface or format. But the Ticketmaster is such a large organization. Um, perhaps for their larger clients, but for the majority of their clients, they're not going to, they don't have the bandwidth, even if they wanted to, 
to provide a level of customization and reporting to their clients that we're providing straight out of the box for them, right? Um, because right. if I'm going to place this in one of my official channels, then I want it to be in my voice. I want it to be the look and feel that I'm that furthers the experience I want my consumers to have. And then uh, even more, I want to have that conversational data so I can mine it and try to improve the experience and improve my conversion rate. And that placement of that transparent funnel on their site provides a significant opportunity to our partners, medium to long term, about overall sales patterns and sales strategy. So you're also operating then with a company that already, and yours as well, that already has that built-in or, you know, very secure system, I should say. Everyone's worried about, you know, plugging numbers in, plugging personal information in. I mean, how do yeah. you ensure the, the safety side of things? Yeah, so we don't touch any of the, the PII, any of that personal information ourselves. So we don't, we're, we don't have it and we're not storing it. The provider we use is a company called Spreedly, which is a leader in that space for tokenizing payment details and pushing it through to the primary providers. So uh, working with someone like Ticketmaster, for example, ultimately they're the ones that are charging the credit card. They're the ones issuing mm. the tickets to the consumer. So they have all that information. They can deal with customer service. They're responsible for the security and safety of that personal information and your credit card information, which um, they have, being a, being the large company that they are, they have significant um, security and, and uh, oversight over their system as a whole. Okay. So again, kind of going back to the, the Broadway aspect of it, or actually, you know, just in events in general, what do you see or foresee as some of the, the changes from a technology aspect, you know, coming in the, the near future, maybe 2019, maybe, you know, even farther out, that's going to change the way you have to do business or that you want to do business? Well, you can certainly, Ticketmaster announced last week the launch of their Alexa skills. So certainly voice will be voice will be much more prevalent by the end of this year than it was at the beginning. And it's that just feels like a trend that will continue to deepen. The amount of voice-enabled devices that people now have at home is is exploding uh, year over year. The numbers were astronomically high for both Google and Amazon. Um, so the chat approach that we're taking now naturally extends into the voice space. We have two voice clients that will be launching in the second and third quarter of this year, which will provide a seamless experience, meaning you can say to the device, pay it, and you're done because your account information is already there. Those are being done with um, Amazon. So the, the velocity of the frictionless experience, right, will just continue to pick up <laughs> and deepen. I have two kids, 9 and 11. And I see them already uh, interacting or engaging with voice in all these different ways that I, that just instinctually I wouldn't go to first and they are just naturally. So right. for me, I look at them and I go, okay, by the time they're both going off to college, if they so choose, right? So 10 years from now, the majority of how they engage with the technology will likely be voice, right? Uh, the majority of things they purchase will probably be done by voice. So uh, while it may 
not be in the immediate window of the next 18 or 24 months, it does feel like um, something that is just going to happen and happen um, in hindsight. It will feel like it's happened very quickly when it does overtake it. Um, so trying to anticipate and be ready for that platform is something that we're actively working on now. And of course, you always have your, you're always focused on whatever um, social platforms that pop up that can be, that, that, that may have some legs and can last, right? Um, because ultimately right. for live events, you're trying to go where people are gathering to provide the opportunity for them for uh, a live experience. Um, so being mindful of and watching where traffic is and, and where it's growing or where it may be decreasing is also something important for us. So, Micah, who would you say is using your system right now? Are these people who are going to events, you know, weekly, monthly, occasional, one time kind of thing? Um, where do you see the most, you know, traction or the traffic or as using your system? Sure. It's very interesting. We have um, we have six probably clients live on the service now, and another two coming on this month. And looking at the sales data, the demographics for the show overall is what we're seeing reflected in the sales data as well. Meaning that it's not a particular type of user. Like uh, when we in early conversations with potential investors or potential clients, they're like, "Well, I." I see how somebody who's in their 20s might be interested or might use this, but nobody who's my my market, you know, women 45 to 55, I mean, how many of them are really going to use this service to purchase? I, I don't know, right? And that was a hurdle that we had to jump. But as it turns out, it, it cuts right across the demographics for the show. So one of our shows is Come From Away, uh, which is a, a hit Broadway musical that has a, audience that trends uh, a little bit older between 40 is really in Broadway's sweet spot, which is between 45 and 55 year old female buyers. And that's exactly what we see uh, from our sales data in the demographically, right? 60% of them are new to file. Um, the, where they're coming from is mostly domestic inbound tourists, right? They're, we haven't had a partner launch yet where we've had a surprise where there's been a an outlier or a bucket of users that didn't closely match what the overall demographic of the show looked like. So to us, it makes a lot of sense, right? That's the traffic that's on the show's official site. And if you provide them, they're the ones most inclined to purchase as well. And if you provide them with a streamlined, super fast way to purchase, people will happily use it in order to get their tickets and then move on to the next thing they want to do. So, Micah, as the consumer, how am I interacting with BroadW directly? Am I coming to your site? Am I, going, am I coming to you or using your services through the Broadway show's website, that type of thing? How am I running into yep. you exactly? Yeah, so it's through our partners' official channels. That's their website or Facebook or SMS if they want to use a cell phone number and outdoor advertising or, or flyer and campaign, something like that. Uh, we are completely white label. So for we don't have a consumer-facing brand. It's when they're talking to us, uh, they're talking to come from away. So they're 
they're on the show's website, they see the opportunity, look for tickets, a little bundle pop up or quick tickets or something like that. You click on that and then the conversation starts, right? It's like, oh, well, we're happy to share more with you about Come From Away. Would you like to learn about the show or do you want to immediately start to search for tickets? They can then poke around and learn about the show knowledge base, ask questions about what it's about, who's in it, can I hear some of the music, um, how long is the show, you know, can I bring my backpack to the show, all those, all those kind uh-huh. of um, standard questions for the experience. And then when they're ready, they can jump in and, and say they want to purchase tickets and they go down the purchase ticket flow. Um, so they're selecting date or price and then we lead them through the flow from there. Um, Right and now that part we're, of it we're, is happening with Ticketmaster, for example. Is that correct? The actual transaction portion of it. Yeah, in that for that particular okay. show partner, it's telecharge. But yes, it's happening with the ticketing partner, so that we're we're asking the questions, but we've built the yep. integration so that we can we can check on availability. Love it. Once they express what they're looking for in terms of price and date, we can reserve seats and show them to them. And then if they're interested, they can click on buy and we select those seats and complete the purchase process. And once the purchase process is complete, we drop them back into the chat with their purchase details and then the ticketing company uh, emails them with their tickets and order confirmation. So if they have all the details via email. Awesome. So this is, I mean, what do you have coming for 2019? This is like, do you have challengers in the space as far as competition? And this seems like a very seamless process and an app that anyone could be, you know, partnered with you on. Let me yep. back that up. Let uh, me ask you first, who is your ideal partner if you are taking on new partners? Is that something that you're looking for for, you know, future as far as taking on new types of events or? Yeah, we're, so we're at a moment right now where we're, our development team is booked for essentially the next four to five months with the integrations that we have on our nice. Um, so we need to, we're at this moment, we're actively looking to add to our development, to our developer staff. Um, we're, so we're, we're well positioned in the, for the commercial theater, for the Broadway space, we have eight shows up. The, what we need to provide those show clients at least to launch is ready. So we can set up new clients as we go. We're adding in, and we'll, you'll see or hear more announcements from us in the concert and sports space, in particular with Tickets.com and ASF. And so there'll be concerts in uh, baseball by mid, hopefully early, but by midsummer at the latest. Um, and then we'll we'll go from there, right? Satisfy our tech tech partner has um, clients across a very wide range. Uh, spanning from aquariums and zoos all the way up to racetracks, right? So from a live event and a ticketing standpoint, there are many more places we can explore and exploit. And they're also working in the retail space as well to provide a retail solution. So um, we, we, we're in a fortunate place right now where we just we need more hands on deck to get the work done. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was a good position to be in. <laughs> Yeah. So for anyone that is interested in maybe, you know, either learning more just in general or striking up some sort of partnership, what is the best way to go about contacting you or where's the best place to reach out? Uh, they can reach out to me directly via email at Micah at uh, Broadway. So B R 
OADW.AI or our website too, www.broadway.ai. Um, for seeing, for examples of the, of the tech in real life, they can check out, I mentioned Come From Away, the official Broadway show's website. But we're also on Wicked, Phantom of the Opera, uh, and have a couple of more interesting partners coming soon that we can share on our website. Excellent. Well, Micah, this is really some interesting information, not just because I love Broadway and I'm an event kind of person, but I, I really think this is something that, you know, sets us up, especially like you mentioned, the youth, you know, this is going to be something that they're definitely event goers. They're not sit on the on your butt kind of kids anymore. So I think this is going to be really exciting to see, you know, where the future goes with all of this. Mike, is there any um, other information on Broadway that you would like to share with our listeners, you know, before we part ways as far as anything coming up, um, any exciting announcements or anything to that effect? Uh, just get ready for voice. We have two really fun voice skills that are coming that you'll be able to engage with, uh, starting with Broadway shows. Uh, to learn more about the show, get some kind of fun, exclusive content, and then purchase tickets if that's something, if you want to see the show. Excellent. Thank you again. Again, for our listeners, this was an interview with Micah Hollingworth, CEO and co-founder of Broadway, B-R-O-A-D-W dot A-I. Uh, visit the site if you're interested and reach out. Micah, thank you so much for doing this with us. This has been a true pleasure of mine. Thank you very much. I appreciate your time. Fantastic. Have a great rest of your week. You too. Take care. You're listening to the Future Tech Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies such as artificial intelligence, stem cells, 3D printing, gene editing, Bitcoin, blockchain, the microbiome, quantum computing, virtual reality, and exploring space are much closer than you might think. In fact, many early versions of these technologies are in play right now and the companies that are using these technologies are the focus of this podcast. My goal for you, the listener, is to learn from these podcasts. You may very well learn something that may change the course of your life for the better, steer you towards a new career, or give you insight into addressing a thorny medical problem. Remember, this podcast and its content is informational in nature only. No medical, tax, legal, financial, or psychological advice is being given. If you enjoyed the podcast, Please listen, subscribe, like, and tell your friends about it. Thank you.